Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack with me, Shannon Callahan. Hi everyone, welcome back. I am joined today by two guests that will be familiar with you if you listen to to season one. Um, I got kind of an idea to bring them back because they are about to experience a major milestone in their lives and it's happening in Ireland and then there's going to be some changes and so I figured I'm going to force them to reflect upon their lives at this stage in time as it relates to their experiences in Ireland and kind of what the future holds as one of them heads back to the US definitely and one of them will be staying here a bit longer but will have a future return to the US on the horizon. Um, so without further ado, welcome back to Neha and Tim. Hi. Uh, love forced being the key word yeah. in the reflection part of this. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, giving them the questions two seconds before I turn on the mic so that they don't even have time to prepare. Here goes nothing. Uh, best of luck to you and your endeavors. The most unfiltered reflection. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reflecting on what you've learned about me in the past year, do you have any updates for the guests as to what your favorite <laughs> things about me are? We'll start with an easy one. That's the easy question? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to go well. <laughs> I think it's easy. You could just say the same. It remains the same. I don't remember what I said. Exactly. I, just say. I, I will say that Shannon was my roommate for about three months, so that yeah. was a really good run. Yeah. And nothing changed about like how much I love you deeply and like yeah. we get on really well. But it just was like a new added layer to the friendship. I've heard you love her more after that. That's sad. <laughs> no, I think we. No, I think we kept our love the same. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, it was. It worked perfectly. No, there like, was no, no drama. Yeah. It was like. Perfect. For the scenario it was, I'm very happy for it to have stayed the same. <laughs> what about you, Neha? Um, I don't remember what I said last time, but I still just love you dearly, and I still think that you're the person to like talk to about everything. That's, I'm pretty I'm sure pretty that's sure what I said what last said. time. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that still about, stays true That today. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, in effect, when you're on, I am the same person. You're still amazing. Still amazing. The only thing that's probably different this time is you're like one of like maybe three things I'm going to miss about Dublin. Oh, well, let's get into that. <laughs> Segway. Segway. Nailed that. Tim, one of the other t- two? No. 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 <laughs> See, last time when you guys were on, it was like a bit more like serious and weighty of a topic obviously because I came and asked two of my uh friends of color to talk about <laughs> racism um but this time we actually get to like be a bit sillier yeah, which is we nice get to laugh. Um, <laughs> so I apologize in advance to the listeners for the cackling oh, that gonna, will, be a lot of it like me trying to keep this sound in check of like keep it normalized like ratio wise that'll be fun oh. <laughs> Yeah, and we're even sat decently far away from the mic, yeah. but would recommend watching your ears during this episode. Yeah, just mind yourselves. I'm still learning how to edit things, so stuff might be uncomfortable. Um, but okay, let's yeah, let's dive right into it. Neha, you are finishing up. You guys are graduating on Monday, and then you're leaving. Well, you guys are leaving for like a little vacation. Tim, you'll be coming mm-hmm. back after that. Neha, you will be moving home for good. So, how is like? 
Because you're finishing school, right? So schools have a lot of pomp and circumstance and they have a lot of like ceremony and stuff. So I feel like they kind of like having a ceremony like that kind of helps you bookend the experience maybe versus like what I may potentially have, which is getting kicked out of the country because my visa (laughs) expires and like having no pomp and circumstance and debating like, should I marry somebody and see if that works? Should I just like sneak back into the country? I won't for that, for Irish immigration purposes. I will not sneak back into the country. I will attempt to abide by all of your rules as I have been these past four years. Thank you. Um... (laughs) But yeah, like how do you like how are you feeling with kind of having the the book ending ceremony and like packing up and like have you gotten a moment to kind of reflect on your time here and cuz it's very your your doctor lives are very fast paced. It's like you guys are jumping one thing to the next. Yeah. So like, yeah. I actually was asked this question like yesterday. Uh-huh. So it's really weird timing. And my response stays the same, which is no, I have had zero time to reflect. I have not processed the fact that we are done with like 25 years of school. Um, And I have no emotions because of that. (laughs) Because I have literally not had the time to even think about it. Yeah, I have not thought about it at all. I have not processed the fact that this is like literally my last five days in Ireland. Yeah. It is very weird. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of feels like I'm, like, packing up to leave for, like, summer vacation, but I'm yeah. not. not. Yeah, it might so hit you weird. a bit later. Yeah. How did you feel, like, thinking back to when you first arrived? Like, do you remember what that felt like? I know what it felt like to me. I'm, like, trying to think back. I'm... We're struggling here. Um... I mean, I guess for me, it wasn't that weird because I've lived here before. Yeah. Yeah. I've lived here. So like I was doing the same thing I did the last time I lived here. I went to my uncle's house and I stayed there for two weeks before I moved into like my place. I feel like it didn't hit me until probably like two months in. I was like, oh, I live in a different country. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I probably feel the same. I didn't live, but like I visited very recently before starting um, at school here in Ireland, I'd been to Dublin before, and like, yeah. ironically, it was like for my mom's medical school reunion, so I was like acquainted with the campus and the area where our colleges and the grounds and the buildings, and uh, it kind of just felt like fine. I was just kind of like, oh, this is just like another thing that I'm doing now, but similarly to a month or two in not even from like the coursework aspect of like being in medical school but just like the daily bits of where you walk and what who you see and what you see on your walk and trying to find out where things are and you know walking into like the shop for the first time and being like where do I find this thing? Like, right, like little things that you do in the everyday. I was like, oh, right, right, right. You like are in a different place and like you're meant to be having this different experience yeah. from what is, you know, customary. Yeah. Did you have any like expectations when you, do you remember like besides like get a medical degree? <laughs> but like, did you think that you were going to have any kind of experiences or did you anticipate there being any yeah, experiences or, like, issues or, like, kinds of friendships or ways of living, did you think? 
Is that just me who like literally no. thinks through every aspect? No, of no, 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 no. I'm just like, trying to think of how to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, yeah, of course, I think everybody came here with some sort of expectation of what they're gonna have. I yeah. think I probably should have done more research into this medical school before I got here. Is what I learned. Um, but uh, <laughs> just because I didn't realize how many like this will be going out after they hand you the diploma. Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. What are they gonna do now? Um, but no, like I don't. I didn't know how many North Americans came. You know, right. so like I thought I was like gonna be one of a few who were amongst a bunch of Irish. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, like I'm gonna have all of these Irish friends, and I do have a few, but like most of my closest friends are North American. Yeah. Um, so the the like I guess culture shock level was kind of lower than I expected it to be because mm. all of us kind of grew up in the same environment at yeah. home. Um, so for me that was definitely like very different from what I expected it to be. Yeah. yeah. I think what I highly did not prepare for was the lack of the food that I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, that was the hardest change actually. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I agree very similarly. I didn't really come in with expectations. I was just kind of like trying to pay it, play it like loose and cool and just yeah. be like, whatever happens, happens. Da, da, da. But yeah, like I think I probably expected to have, and I'm not not that Dublin didn't give me an international experience, but like our not eighty percent of our classes from the U.S. or Canada. Yeah. So I thought similarly, I was going to be surrounded by Irish people or like by people from other countries, and it was going to yeah. be like all of us were going to have. And I have, we have great friends. I love yeah. all our friends. It's amazing. Um, it just happens to be that we're all kind of grew up in similar geographical areas and so there wasn't that culture shock there kind of wasn't as much of this international exchange but like i still got it you know at the end of the day like whether it was uh, like sans the last two years where we couldn't go anywhere but like we traveled we went places we experienced things like outside the country we found great food we like found great you know uh places to go and visit and places that we'd go back to and like made memories from there so like going in i was hoping to get that out of it and i think like we did the, i mean to the best of our ability yeah. for sure we did yeah, yeah it's hard yeah. with like the two years of covid yeah do you feel like you were robbed of some of the experiences that you might have gotten otherwise 100 yeah, you guys had to go home for a while yeah. yeah you're home for seven months seven months jeez yeah that's a shame so do you feel though like neha for yourself leaving do you feel like it is a complete chapter like are there things left on a to-do list or like are you happy enough with the experience that you had like kind of it is what it is and like you're not eager to come back and do it again or and for Tim I suppose like are there things that you're looking forward to having that extra year that maybe you didn't get to have because you couldn't yeah, he's happy to have a year without me bugging him. Every second. <laughs> um, I feel like it'll still happen. Just to <clears> just be like <laughs> over a little bit of a time lag. Um, yeah, no, I um, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the way it should be. I always say like whenever I go to a place, um, even when I visit a country, I like to leave one thing undone hmm. um, so that I have a reason to come back. So yeah. even if I've been there like five times, I always try and like leave one thing. Yeah. Um, I try not to make it a really important thing just in case you don't get back there. Right. But unfortunately for Ireland, it's kind of been all the important things. I haven't done anything touristy here. Yeah. I've really kind of lived here as if I live here, which I guess I do. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't done any of the touristy stuff. 
Um, and I'm not going to get the chance to. So yeah. next time I come to Ireland, I'm going to come as a tourist, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, that's mm. a cool way of looking at it. I like that. Leave one thing yeah. undone for when you, you come back kind of thing. That's a very cool thing. Um, yeah, and like... I have done like a few bits, particularly like in our first year, like I had a lot of friends that visited, so yeah. got to do some of the more touristy things um, like that Neha hasn't done. I guess for me, it's going to be more, I don't know, maybe like not, I almost said sinking. That's not the term I want to use, but like kind of like grounding more and like living in Ireland. Yeah. And I say Ireland because right, my post could be anywhere on right. the rock. So it's not just Dublin. It like, you know, might be finding my way through Galway or Waterford or Cork or wherever else. So it's <laughs> like, not Sligo and not Roscommon. <laughs> Sorry to anybody from Roscommon or Sligo, but it's just not my jam, okay? It's just not my jam. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm like kind of excited to do that stuff because that's the stuff that was left undone for, for me. And we were, were talking about this maybe a year and a half ago being like, well, if we can't travel outside the country, should we just like go on road trips like to Ireland? Yeah. Should we like go to Cork yeah. and should we go to Limerick and should we see these places? And we never did because we were really busy. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have the time. But like, I mean, not like I'll have ample free time, but you know, it's like an opportunity to go off and do those things. And even if I do end up in Dublin next year, crossing all the things for that, but uh, there's an opportunity then to like go on these trips and see these other parts yeah. of Ireland that I haven't been to yet. Uh, and so that's something that I'm looking forward to getting to do because that would be like for me, like a more rounded experience. Like four years in Ireland, what did you do? It's like, oh, I just lived in Dublin and then I went to mainland Europe for <laughs> three months. Uh, but it would be really nice to like, you know, include in that like oh like here are some interesting like things i've learned about like ireland the country after visiting this place in the west or the yeah. north or the south so that's kind of for me what i am hoping to get out of this year coming neha what are those three things that you're gonna miss about dublin well shannon, shannon is one <laughs> we already heard my mom is rolling her eyes <laughs> she's like what um who raised you <laughs> Um, I think actually number one is going to be the Guinness, um, because I do not drink Guinness outside of Ireland. Yeah. So I think that's going to be my number one. Um, my number two is Shannon, but also like the people who aren't coming back to North America, basically. So like everybody that we met in this country, Mm -hmm. not through medicine, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, because the people that you meet through medicine are basically your colleagues now. So you're going to keep in touch with them one way or another. Yeah. Um, or they're going to be in your life asking you for a job or something, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so you like, cross paths. Yeah, you cross paths. Yeah. Um, whereas everybody else, there's kind of a higher possibility of not crossing paths with them again. Yeah. Um, so for oh, me... that's why I'm on the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's good that you're on the list because it probably means high likelihood to, like, keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like... Well, there's a small number of those people that I actually think I'll keep in touch with. And lucky yeah, for yeah. me, you're from North America. So, like, you come home at some point. Um, yeah, right. Like, once, yeah. Um, and then I think the other is actually kind of the city and the people that you don't necessarily, like, know, but that you interact with. I yeah. always say that Dublin is the nicest place in Europe. 
as in it has the kindest people. Great. Never really met people like I have in Dublin. Mm. Um, it reminds me a lot of home because I feel like the Bay Area is like that to a certain extent yeah. where like you could start up a conversation with the person on the train next to you and they'll give you their number and then help you out two weeks later for no reason yeah. besides like the fact that you were sitting next to them. And that's Dublin for me. Like the number of people that have helped me that I do not know and will never see again yeah. is really high. Um, and I definitely will not have that experience in New York. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <'cause, laughs> yeah. relish that feeling because New York yeah. is not the place. No way. Yeah. Like my handyman doesn't let me pay for anything that he does for me. Um, my, like the guy who comes and fixes my water doesn't let me do like, you know, like they they just come and help because they're good people. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Cause I feel like Dubliners like don't think that of themselves. Yeah. Um, and like like country people are like Dubliners are so mean and like they don't say hi to you on the street or whatever like it's even yeah. shades of it but I guess that also is like how far away the US is yeah. Yeah. from that kind of thing yeah um do you anticipate going back that there will be like that you'll kind of take you you've maybe I don't know not changed but like enough has happened that like you're going back to the US and you'll experience it differently 100% yeah um, I grew up in the Silicon Valley, which is like the most fast paced environment you could possibly grow up in. And then I moved to LA where everybody is trying to become a part of the industry. So everybody's like constantly going. People don't understand the concept of like not doing anything for a day. Yeah. And like, I feel like Dublin really teaches you to slow down Yeah. and like forces you to take a break. And especially all the non North American friends were really like, why are you guys always studying? Like, you need breaks, otherwise your brain is not going to function. Yeah. And that was something I learned here, and I was really grateful for. That is something I will definitely be taking back with me. Like, learn to just turn off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, which is going to be really hard to do in residency, but probably more important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you think, like, not necessarily like politically but like just the climate being very different here of how people experience the day-to-day because of policy and just ways of life that have evolved not to say that is perfect because it's definitely not (laughs) and we touched on some of that last time but like even expanding beyond like that conversation that we had like obviously like housing crises and all like you know inflation crises things like that definitely are here but like you know, obviously the U.S. has made international news again for reasons that are quite U.S. specific mm-hmm. yeah. issues. So do you anticipate there being kind of, because not that you would have been held different positions before, but do you think your approach or your mindset, do you think it'll be overwhelming to be back in that? Because I have to say, like, thinking about moving back to the U.S., I don't know if I could handle some of the things anymore, not in like an emotional capacity, but just in like a you want to just like shake people and be like, wake the fuck up kind of way. Like, I don't think I'd have as much patience maybe, or like not compact, like it's not a lack of compassion, but I just feel like in some ways, some of the issues that are arising, I'm just like, oh, like we need to. Yeah. I think I've always kind of been the outspoken, wake the fuck up type of person. So I don't know if that so much, I think I'm actually, almost more excited to go back to a place where it's 
normalized to talk about those issues. Okay. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, like like even the issue we were talking about last time, it's like you don't talk about race here. You don't talk about those issues here. Yeah. You don't talk about abortion. You don't talk, you know, it's like everybody knows that these are issues, but they're very under the table type of issues. Mm. Um, whereas I feel like in the States, if you try to start up a conversation about it, nobody's really surprised or looking at you weird. It's just kind of like a normal thing. That's fair. Um, So I am excited to move back to a place where that's the case. I think it's going to be interesting because I'm going to be working in a program where it's a lot of international students. Um, And when I worked there this past summer, what I learned was a lot of them don't know um, American societal issues. Mm. So they come in with perspectives that are actually more similar to like the people here in Ireland. Mm. Um, so like when we were dealing with uh, patients that had certain issues because of socioeconomic status or things like that, they couldn't process like, wait, what do you mean it's because of this? Yeah. You really had to like break it down for them and be like, they live in this part of New York, so they have these issues, so they can't do... Like they don't know those things off the top of their head, so I think yeah. it... it a lot of having to explain things to people in Ireland is actually going to be very useful yeah. to take back. Fair enough. Yeah. Tim, over to you now. Obviously, again, you're staying a bit yeah. longer. How do you anticipate the next year being a bit different? Obviously, we've talked kind of like you don't know where you're going to be placed yeah. and things like that. That could certainly change things and your ability to like go other places. But kind of do you feel like because as we were saying, like a lot of your program has been like North American. Do you feel like you'll, cause you, I mean, obviously you do have Irish friends. You've made community yeah. here as well. And like, not everybody is leaving. So you'll still have some of, some of those people still here with you from your program who aren't Irish either. But do you think there's going to be like more kind of integration or do you anticipate kind of in the work that you'll be doing because you're going to be working more directly with people like do you think that'll kind of change the way that you experience things or can have certain conversations or yeah I mean I I I hope so is kind of the way I'll put it and like I'll elaborate and just like say like working in a place is like so different than being in school in a place Uh, I was recently asked at a conference, like, which city is better, Dublin or Philadelphia? And I was like, that's not a fair question because I was a working adult with a salary in Philadelphia and I had nights and weekends off and I could travel to New York and see this or do this and I had disposable income. As a student, I don't have disposable income or time. So I'm like trying to do Dublin fun, but like it's kind of like on a budget, uh, mostly a time budget. So I'm kind of looking forward to experiencing it as like a working person. Like Ireland is a working person, not only for like what you can reap from experiences that you have personally, but it also changes how you interact with the people around you. So like being a, a working professional, working in a hospital, wherever that hospital is, like having colleagues, like it changes that dynamic. Uh, and kind of, I hope that that deepens the, this level of, uh, what's the word I want to use? Deepens this kind of level of like juxtaposition I have because mm-hmm. I kind of came to Ireland to get a wider lens and have a different perspective and interact with different kinds of people in like a different environment so that when I do go back, I'm like not tunneled visioned into what I think a practice of medicine should be or how I should function in my everyday life or create friendships and have relationships. It's meant to like widen and broaden that. So I think being 
in the working space and when uh, having a whole year right uh, to do it here might better kind of like steep in some of those uh, aspects that I want to get out of it so that it's actually kind of more uh, intense and it's kind of like more felt you know when I do go back maybe my culture shock will hit harder (laughs) when I go back in a year but like that's kind of the point is just to say hey if we have a problem we have a very specific we were just saying U.S. specific issues like it's the same with this one in particular that's happened recently. It's the same cycle of stuff and people always approach it the same way and the same things happen and the same people do this, that, and the other thing and then we get back to it and then in a couple of months, nothing is done, nothing changes and then you just have to like wait until the next time. But the whole concept, hopefully, that I'd like to bring into my life leaving here is like how do you break cycles like that? Like, mm. sure, not everyone is in the cog in the wheel, but like at some point someone has to be like, we all know this is a pattern. Someone just has to be like, hey, we all know that there's a pattern, but like, if you just turn your head slightly to the left, you'll see if we did this slightly differently, perhaps we get a different outcome. And then you iterate on that. So like, that's why I came to Ireland. That's why I wanted to study in this medical school and this health system. And I think I got more out of it because it's also like, lended me some life lessons and things that I will likely take back and do differently than I did when I was living in in Philly, you know, after I graduated from university. Yeah. Yeah. We can reconvene in like a year's time again and I'll ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> and see what my answer is. Neha and then, yeah, and see kind of how that goes. But yeah, I think that's a very good answer. Now for like some fun stuff. Yeah, Ooh, fun, fun stuff. stuff. Are there any like sayings, and Tim, you can answer this one. I know you'll still be here, but like, are there any sayings or like foods or mannerisms or anything that you're going to like keep? Any sort of, even like musicians you might have found here or like people you started following or anything like that that you're going to keep. Any favorite slang terms that you think you've probably just like will forever be in your head or... Well, I think we all have to agree that we have to get rid of what's the crack. Yeah. That's not going to transition well. The funny thing is, though, like, a lot of the Irish sayings, like, I say them in my head. I never say them out loud even here, but they go in my head, and I think that's going to be one of them that, like, is in my head forever. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Um, for sure. I became a huge fan of like sure look sure listen. Yeah. Oh my God. And I say that a lot. I say that a lot. And, um, I probably will keep saying it until enough people give me weird looks. Yeah. Like, I know, and they're like, what are you, what the fuck are yeah. you trying to say? Um, I, I actually, you know what it's going to be that I think I'll probably say this in perpetuity despite the difference in context is grand. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it. I think I'm just going to stick with it and roll with that because I think from, it was like probably one of my favorite, favorite Irish slang words. Yeah, um, it's so funny because I've actually had conversations about that word specifically with Irish people a few times in the past like month or so because like it's so natural that like yeah. they're they're like, is it really that big of a difference? And it's like, yeah, because we just don't use it in that way. And there's also like 50 ways to use it mm-hmm. and not so much that it's slang. It's just like a different yeah, I guess, I don't know, is it saying it's just a different word, yeah, a different phrase like, than what we would use here? The connotation is yeah. different, yeah. right? Yeah, and there's like baseline. 50 connotations yeah. when you use it that way. But so I, I absolutely love it. Even when I was, I was just in New Orleans, like at this conference, and 
like working and meeting like other med students and meet people they'll be like oh like you know did you go to this thing like was anything wrong I was like oh no it was grand and they're like they are not gonna know what that means like or they're gonna <laughs> think it was like amazing like right yeah. it was like unbelievable and I was like oh no it was just fine so I kind of like code switched a little bit just yeah. like because it was just like a short period short period of time but I don't know it rolls off the tongue too much and I yeah, think I'll probably just be right. like yeah that was like one to keep yeah um, I'm trying to think of what else. Like any, yeah. Because like slang, obviously, I feel like slang is very situational. Mm-hmm. That there's some things that you think, oh no, it would probably stick forever, but it actually probably I started saying like, cop on a lot more this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There was so many, the, con- con- yeah. the, the context of cop on was yeah. so intensely important to like, my life. Your life this last couple so, of months. Like, so. I feel like I said cop on a million times mm-hmm. that it's just like now become a part of my life. But like, yeah, if I said that to my friends back home, they're going to be like, what on earth? Cop on what? <laughs> yeah, they're like, what cop went where? What? What, what <laughs> cop? Oh, <laughs> God, I didn't even think about the fucking yeah. cops. <laughs> I'd be like, what on earth? Um, I also like can't say cheers anymore. I realized that. Um, we said cheers the other day, and I was like, cheers. I have to say slancha now. It's more natural really to me. Say, yeah, I don't really say slancha. I just say cheers. Or I'm just like, drink up, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't say anything because it's already... It's yeah, it's already finished. Yeah. Um, in terms of other things that I'll either miss or bring back, I mean, again, staying, but this came up last night. I was... I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody and we don't have spice bags in America. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's like, <laughs> like, that's like a food that is so <laughs> integral just, to our we experience. Both like, yeah. we're like, we just both like thought bubbled into the last time we were eating <laughs> spice, spice bag. bag. Like, there's no spice bag. Spice bags we could. We, should. we actually we should probably should. Let's do it. Um, but okay. yeah, like, there's like no spice bags in North America. You can't get like a four in one or a three in one. No. like at like the Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. like chippers aren't really a thing like I, yeah. I went to two chippers after going to Zico's on Monday this week <laughs> like two different chippers the one chippers. outside of Zico's the one and, outside, then, and then we the went to Achille yes <laughs> so we had two oh. chippers it was just like such a thing I've become so used to like yeah. three in the morning you've just been dancing all night like you're a little drunk you're starving you're like what am I gonna eat and it's literally like uh, like um, Mecca pairing in front of you. This chipper that's open twenty four hours. Garlic cheese fries. Yeah. Garlic cheese that fries, like, like a, kebab, oh well, everything, everything, that and it's just so 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 perfect. And um, I mean, like you're going to the land of beautiful pizza, like one dollar pizza slice. So like, yeah. you're. Yeah. Some people would be like, you're trading up, but it just became like part and parcel of like my going out experience. I agree, though. Like I feel like the drunk food here is actually really good. Yeah, you're gonna fill it roll. Yes. Oh! No, like, okay, so yesterday we were going out, and I was like, the only reason I agreed to go out was I want the chicken filler roll at the end of the night. Like, that was literally the only thing that got me out. I was like, okay, I'll go out, but I need that oh, literally man. all night. We're like dancing, we're drinking, and, and I'm like, chicken filler roll, chicken, chicken filler roll. That's what I need. Uh, and we got it. Yeah. yeah we got it. Um, okay, so. Spicy or regular? Oh, spicy. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer yeah, spicy, spicy as well. Um, although late at night, you don't usually they, have an option. It's yeah, um, <laughs> just whatever they got. And then, so Amory got me into this one. And he puts, um, it's like onions and 
something else, but I can't remember what. And cheese and barbecue sauce. Mm. And it works. Interesting. This is Interesting. the best chicken fillet roll I've ever had. Nice. <laughs> Mine is a joke. Like, you should, the guy who was making my fillet roll yesterday was mad. <laughs> he was visually upset. He's like, what do you want on it? And I was like, looking, I was like, so like some lettuce and then cheese and then the red onions. And then I'm like, what are those? Are those peppers? Yeah, throw some of those on there too. And did I say cheese again? Put some more. Oh, don't forget mayonnaise. And I want butter on it as well. And he's like, do you want the whole, like, should I just put everything on it? Like he was not having it. He was not having it, but like it hits sometimes. Oh my gosh, yeah, wait. Sometimes I don't, like, if my stomach, like, if my, if I don't like, think yeah. my stomach can handle it, but, like... But, no, oh. jalapenos on a chicken fillet roll hit different. Yeah. Oh. And, like, yeah, first question is always, like, yeah, butter or mayo? Why and I'm on, on the like, bench, he's like, like both. both. <laughs> That's how he knew he's, like, because I'm not, guy. I'm not putting that into my body because, like, I'm in a good space, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, but I'm not eating that right because now. I'm trying to be happy. Like, I'm, I'm not on a diet I'm trying to chicken I'm trying to cure something, mm-hmm. and it's not through vegetables. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, no definitely, oh, like, yeah, fun. junk foods, late-night foods. I definitely... miss curry sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time you go, like, back and try to explain curry sauce to people, they're like, they don't yeah. that sounds disgusting. No, it's so nice. And I'm like, no, it's really good. And I remember the first time I had it was when I actually was in Dublin, like, now, oh, my God, it's been six years. Um, and I was working at Trinity, and... The family, my family that I was staying with here, my cousin, um, or family friend, she uh, made it at home. And I was like, what is this? Damn. Like, what is this amazing like, thing that you've made for me? Oh, my God. And then I realized it was a Dublin thing and my life yeah. changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Definitely that kind of stuff. Yeah. You'd want, it's like, it's the inverse, right, of like wanting like Philly soft pretzels yeah. or like, you know, whatever kind of home comfort foods. But like, hard, it, it might be hard, it'll be harder to replicate, I'd imagine. Cause I can, I know how to make Philly soft pretzels. I figured that shit out. I, you can make a version of a cheesesteak here. You don't get the roll you right. You don't get the roll right. And you don't get the chopped steak. But, but I feel like I can find chicken fillet rolls. <laughs> I feel like that's something I can probably figure out. Um, yeah. But it won't be the same. It won't be the same. None of these things are going to be the same. Yeah. It won't be the same. It's just not. And then, okay, so then in terms of like, mm, Memories that you'll take with you for a lifetime. Well, we're gonna make us cry now, Greg. Memories. Um, you don't have to cry, but like, <laughs> but like if you do, <laughs> if you do, we will hold space for that. But it can be like funny memories or just kind of like anecdotal memories, like things that stick out as being like an experience you probably could only have had here, or like. I think the one thing. And this is like real basic, but like the one thing I feel like keeps coming up, especially this year, is the beauty of living in a place where you can literally just be like, I have nothing to do this weekend, so I'm going to go to a different country. Bye. Mm. Yeah. And not being able to do that anymore um, is going to be really hard. Um, I think we like obviously lost two years of that because of COVID and that was like really annoying. But we took full advantage of that our first year and especially this year. The number of last minute trips I've been on this year is actually insane. Yeah. Um, Sponsor us, Ryanair. Literally, <laughs> I was like, we're my Ryanair, all the time. The my trips on Ryanair for me on my phone was like, I actually had to scroll. Scroll. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is crazy. 
Um, so I think that's definitely like something that's going to be weird to not have in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Like planning for trips. I don't understand that concept anymore. Yeah. Well, and sure, even like to equivocate between like traveling around the U.S. instead, like it's so much more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the flight across the country is the same as the flight to here. So it's like. Yeah. I think my flight home from Dublin is the same price as my flight to New York for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so, um, yeah, that's it. Like that's definitely unique to yeah. hear. And, yeah. Jumping off that, I think a lot of like the memories are coming from trips, or like even like the process of planning a trip. Who's gonna come? Where we're gonna go? Like so a lot of that um, have led to some. <laughs> funny and strange antics and strange groups like yeah. i mean like we bookended it so like first year after knowing each other for two, a month and a half we're like who wants to go to london and see hamilton and 16 people went on that trip and neha mostly planted to her own chagrin but like 16 people went 16 people stayed in airbnb we all saw hamilton like it was great and like just recently like 20 of us went to greece and we we're like we should go do a grad trip where should we go greece let's do it and like 20 people went to greece and i think like they like it's crazy to be like we've traveled in these large groups multiple yeah. times yeah. but Either we have good friends or, or whatever. It just works. Like, by and large, yeah. it just works. Um, and people get on and you break up into your little small groups and they're like, funny shit happens. Like, yeah. hilarious stuff. Like, we're still laughing about stuff that happened in Greece. It was like a month ago. Or almost. like things that happened in London almost like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I think London, for me, the London trip was one of the craziest things because it was literally six weeks in. None of us knew each other. We weren't friends yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know this kid. No. And we were like, yeah, let's all go to London together. And we like booked our Hamilton tickets and we were like, yeah, let's hope we don't hate each other in four months. Yep. And we just lucked out actually that that ended up being the close group of friends that we are still we're friends still with today <laughs> that all went to Greece together. So I think we just ended up being very lucky yeah. about who was on these trips. But like, yeah, it is kind of crazy um, to think about like the weirdest, like, or even it'll always be like this really close group of friends plus like people that you're like, okay. <laughs> like, I guess that makes sense. Um, or first year, I went on a trip over winter break. And again, it was like our first winter break. Mm. And I heard one girl was like, oh, I think I'm going to travel. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to travel too. And she was like, okay, great. We should travel together. And I was like, great. And then she talked to some other people. Ended up being a group of five girls who were not friends with each other. Uh, barely knew each other. Mm. And now we're all really good friends. But like we literally, yeah. like we were not super close when we decided to go on this trip and spend a week with each other in three different countries. And I think that's kind of been the fun and like where, yeah, definitely a lot of the memories come from. Okay. Um, and since I wasn't invited on any of these <laughs> and I didn't go because I didn't go to the med school or whatever, can you like at least list like a favorite memory that you have with me involved tangentially? Oh, easy. Mine is so easy. Trinity Ball. Oh, yeah. Like, that was also, like, we became fast friends and you're like, do you want to go to this ball? It's the most exclusive party in, in Europe. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, great. I'll put on a suit and like dance in a tent until four in the morning. And that is hands down one of the best nights I've ever had. So fun. It was hilarious. That 4 a.m. McDonald's, like everything about it was perfect. Everything. That was a good night. I feel like all my favorite memories with you are not like big memories. 
they're always like, like, you're one of the friends that I'm like, it, it's going to be the same thing with you, where I'm like, my favorite memories are like this yeah. yeah, with us, where we're just like, like sitting and we're just, yeah. yeah and it's always positive vibes. It's always just us like sitting and chilling and it doesn't matter who else is around. We're always having a good time. Yeah. And I think those. I have that effect on yeah, people. Now I your actually mom's don't. really rolling her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's like, you don't have that effect on me. I spend two minutes with you and I want you to leave my presence forever. Um, but she has to be nice to me now because I got bit by a dog. Yeah. If and when I leave Dublin or uh, and or Ireland, like it's not going to be, right? Like It's not going to be, well, Trinity Ball was awesome. But it's not going to be like big events it's gonna be like yeah just the interactions with people that like you can't quite place exactly what night that was but it was like and then we got sitting around the table talking about this and then we did this and like it could have happened like 15 times yeah but it's just like because at the end of the day like it doesn't really matter where you live it's like about the people that you're with and like the community that you make for yourself and that's what I think makes it hard to leave a place because you attach so much to the place you're like Dublin is the place but it's like, if you returned in 10 years and nobody that was here was here, Dublin might not be the place. Yeah. Same as going back, like, Philadelphia might not be the place. Yeah. That's totally yeah. True. It's definitely those, it's the small moments. And I feel like that's what we're told from the time that we're, like, younger is what's important. But we're, like, then there comes a time where we're, like, no, we have to make big memories, like, capital B, capital M. But even, like, even thinking about, like, the travels, the, like, best parts of the travels were those small moments yeah. still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, even thinking back to this past month, I've been on, like, a million trips in a million different countries. But, like, my favorite memory to this day was with Val, shout out to Val, in Malta, where we went down a sketchy alley by accident to find a Michelin star restaurant by accident. Um, <laughs> and like ended up having this like amazing waterfront meal and like bearing our souls to each other over fish. Um, yeah. but it was like the most random, like we literally, it was by accident. Yeah. Like we just stumbled on things. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Anywho. On that note, (laughs) we can continue our reflections with spice bags in hand, but I think I will leave it here for my future editing self. The last time that we were together, we did it two hours of talking. We are now probably going to wrap up at 45 minutes, so props to us. Wow, look at us. We really did that. Editing Shan is going to have a great time. Yeah, any last like parting thoughts or wisdoms or kind of like the episode theme, I suppose, is just like, I don't know, reflections and just things changing as they do, but like, you know, bookending. Uh, parting thoughts, reflection. I, I, this came up in, I guess, reflections or whatever came up in a conversation I had earlier this week about finality as mm-hmm. like kind of a concept and what finality means for us, like in, in this time and, uh, I, I can't I can't even remember exactly what I said, but I, I recall trying to convey the idea that this being the closing of the chapter of for us in medical school doesn't feel like the end of something, but more like an actual beginning. Yeah. Like to the point that you made earlier, Neha, it's like <clears throat> 25 years of being in school 
coming to an end, it should feel like, wow, big end thing. And like you mentioned, Shannon, about the pomp and circumstance around graduation and commencements. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But like, I don't know that that all actually matters. And even like all of the schooling and all of the debt, and all of the like <laughs> sleepless nights, like are all part of the story. But, you know, this transition, it that's what it feels like, right? An actual yeah. transition where we're going into our careers, wherever that takes us. And like, we're, you know, going to places where we're going to start like finding this footing as like, real people as opposed to like having forever been students Uh, and I don't know like that just feels like a really exciting thing to venture into like when I moved like people were like you moved to Ireland that's wild like weren't you scared I was like no because I went there for a purpose and I was gonna Mm. figure out my way and like right there was a path in front of me that I was just like ah if you just follow the road you're gonna get to the end of the road Um, this is kind of like a scarier leap because it's more of like hopping in off the diving board and hoping that you you land in the pool but in some ways it's kind of, you're kind of our I'm embracing it because I'm very excited for like finding that and kind of charting my own path as opposed to having one laid out in front of me yeah I like that I like that I like that a lot Thank I'm you. gonna end it on that Thank I'm not how do you have any last my words? only last words were going to be thank you to the two of you don't look at me when I say this. I can't look at you. <laughs> Good God. We both it's stared. So we like... both attempt to stare deeply into <laughs> But I was like, because now you want me all reflecting and thankful and all do that best. stuff. But I like think about like probably all of my favorite memories are going to be sitting in this apartment with you two at the most random times complaining about life that somehow leads to complaining about society that somehow leads to complaining about Ireland and America and people that somehow somehow relates back Back to how we're all going to change the world one day, but then we all just end up sitting on the couch and drinking and eating and watching Netflix. Um, but they're like the most beautiful nights, um, and they always seem to include the two of you. So, yeah, that's my last that's reflection. Lovely. That's so nice. End on that one. I'm gonna end on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to top it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> let it be. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you like, kind of the more conversational, not really necessarily having an exact purpose kinds of episodes, let me know. Leave a review or a comment or send me an email. Give me a follow, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I'm hanging up now. Bye.